Hello there, everyone, and welcome to HPAC On The Air, the monthly podcast of HPAC Engineering Magazine. Our guest today is Jim Zabrowski, the new president of the American Society of Plumbing Engineers and a plumbing and fire protection engineer with DLR Group. Based in Atlanta, Jim has more than 35 years of industry experience as a professional engineer and more than a dozen years serving in various leadership roles at ASPE. HPAC Engineering is excited to speak with him at the start of his two-year term atop ASPE, as well as at this pivotal moment for the profession of plumbing engineering. So Jim, thanks for, for being with us. Well, thank you, Rob. Thanks for the invitation. I'm glad to be here. Sure. Um, now, just and thanks especially for joining us just, uh, just a few weeks after being elected president at the ASPE convention in Indianapolis uh, just a few weeks ago. Um, before we get into any plans for your presidency, though, what, let's uh, could you just give us a brief history of your experience in this industry and, and how you came to your current position at, uh, at DLR? Uh, I can do that, sure. Um, uh, back when I was in school, I was uh, in Columbus, Ohio, at uh, the Ohio State University. Mm -hmm. uh, I happened to walk into um, an engineering office, uh, kind of at my wife's urging, and told them that I can do drafting. And I was uh, I was so excited when I walked out of there, and they offered me the job, and I was getting three dollars an hour to draft, and I thought that was the greatest thing in the world. So that's how it all started. Uh, and I did uh, drafting for electrical, HVAC, and plumbing. And then about three months after that, our plumbing designer left. So they came to me and said, do you want to be the plumbing designer? <laughs> I said, huh. I will give it a try, sure. Uh, and back in those days, that was pre-internet. Um, you know, you had to go to the, the bookshelf and grab the code books and read through those. So that's how I... I kind of started learning the profession. Uh, we did a lot of uh, engineering for schools back then. We, I think literally we designed every uh, middle school, high school in the state of West Virginia. Oh, wow. And we did everything. It was start to finish on those we did. You but, were not sorry. still at Ohio State then at, at that point, or this was, what was your degree so in Ohio State? Oh, you were, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of going to night school at the okay. time, but we did everything, you know, uh, and since all these schools were fairly remote, you had to do independent systems, all the site work, including sewage treatment plants, water supply systems. So it was a pretty good learning experience. And I, I think I worked there for about four years and I was offered another job with a slightly larger mechanical engineering firm. And there I did both HVAC and plumbing, got more experience. And then um, a company, it was an AE company in Albany, New York, called me and offered me a job and moved there. Uh, when I started with them, that was when I first started attending ASPE meetings. And I joined, so I've been a member of ASPE for 36 years, I guess now. But that's yeah, when that, that started. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. If, if you could just uh, describe a little bit of your uh, that professional involvement with ASPE over the years and how you, how you got started on the, the leadership track. Okay, well, yeah, as I said, when I moved to Albany and worked for the AE, I went to my first ASPE meeting and it was, we had to go to uh, Central New York's meeting because there was no chapter in the Albany area. So um, I got involved with that. And then we decided where we're going to form, we're going to be a satellite chapter in Capital Region, New York. 
and we did start that and I became a board member there. So that's when the leadership uh, role started with the HASB. Mm -hmm. um, and that's about and 19, what, what, what year are we talking about there? It's like, uh, that was 1986, 87, I think. So. Okay. Okay. A, a while back. Yeah. Right. Um, now, I guess I guess one thing I just to, looking ahead, I guess, to, to, to what you're looking at right now in front of you with, with ASPE, I, I mentioned earlier that uh, um, this is a kind of a pivotal moment for the, well, for lots of things, but for the profession of plumbing engineering as well. Uh, and it's an extraordinary, extraordinary moment in uh, U.S. history and for the world coming out of a global pandemic and, and committing to uh, a number of improved infrastructure, water and air infrastructure uh, uh, projects that to help benefit public health in the future, um, in the near future as, as well as long-term. But how do you see ASPE contributing to this uh, urgent effort over the next two years of your presidency and, and, and how much of that is, has been shaped by, would you say, over the last uh, two years of this, uh, of this crisis? Yeah, I, I mean, we, we've all faced that crisis and we see how it's affecting, uh, well, certainly health. Uh, you know, and then we've got uh, coupled with that, we've got a lot of failed infrastructure in various places. You know, we see issues with no water, uh, failed backflow systems, failed piping. Um, and all that stuff is, you know, that's what we need to be at the forefront of. We need to be the ones that uh, offer those solutions. Uh, it has been a tough two years. Um, we've got things in place already. Uh, We've got a number of initiatives that we've been working on. Uh, we've got several subcommittees established. Uh, you know, there's a, a Legionella working group, and we do uh, cooperate with other, uh, you know, health-related industries and associations. With that Legionella working group, I often feel like that's uh, that's a subject that that. Um... I don't want to say it's lost luster or whatever, but it seems to fall into the background a bit in, in recent years with, with other health issues. <clears throat> um, how would you say that, how, I guess is the, the urgency of the work that that group is doing too and, and the relevancy of that is it, it's as uh, relevant as ever, would you say? It is, it is. Well, at least from our perspective, it is, um, you know, clean water is essential. And it, that's just part of it. You know, you can't just deliver water and, not have the uh, you know, water quality at at least minimum standards and Legionella is a problem everywhere. Mm -hmm. So that that committee's uh, taking the lead with that and they've got a lot of uh, you know accomplishments that they've made already. They're trying to put together kind of a design handbook for our ASPE members that is going to be published. I think it's close to uh, it's it's in a draft state right now, but it'll be available to our membership shortly and it, it just is guidelines and uh, it really is guidelines that go beyond the codes mm -hmm. that that are going to you know help alleviate any of that legionella and other uh, bacteria issues that affect water quality is that the and i would excuse me i would assume that the, that some of the federal funding that's come available in the last uh, um year or so, or, or even more recently that, that uh, I mean, people think of that as a plan. Well, I guess the pipe replacement uh, um, initiative, I, I think that that's, um, 
been a big part of, of where the dollars are, are headed for at the moment. Is that looking at a, uh, are you expecting much more work in that area in the next uh, year or so, or I guess, I guess several years? Yeah, that, you know, again, we're not directly involved with that, but uh, we do monitor that. That will be important. You know, all of those failing systems just need a complete overhaul. Um, okay. That's where that's going to start. Now, I guess kind of focusing on your, um, the, uh, the job ahead of you, I guess, right there with ASBE, um, we're always hearing about next generation efforts. And what would you say that uh, ASPE is doing um, to help member firms to, to recruit and retain next generation engineers? Um, and uh, has that effort uh, increased a bit in the last uh, few, few years, would you say? It has, and it's actually one of the, the things I want to focus on probably uh, the most for us. You know, we've got, we've got a lot of things in place. Uh, we just need to make sure that that information gets out. We've got, for instance, uh, for our uh, ASPE chapters, we've got an officer's resource center on our webpage. And it uh, it provides things like it's got recruitment letters, there's a template recruitment letter that uh, the chapter membership VPs can send to their prospective members. We've also got a, a separate letter that we can send to employers in those cities uh, to you know, make them aware of ASPE number one and why their designers uh, need to be ASPE members. You know, you don't want to um, have your designers not be at the uh, on the cutting edge of you know, what's what's new in our industry and what needs to be done and what they need to know. Mm -hmm. um, and just, I mean, imagine there's a job fairs, activities at places like the Ohio State University and, and uh, um, we do that. We, yeah, we do have a lot of, uh, we've got outreach programs. We actually got outreach programs that we offer to uh, K through 12 schools too. And it, okay. as we think, you know, it's important to get even very young people thinking that, you know, plumbing industry is, well, it is, it's vital to the health of the world. So uh, let's start thinking that at an early age. Mm -hmm. We've had people at chapter levels and at society level get out to those schools, you know, K through 12 and in colleges mm -hmm. uh, to job fairs, that kind of thing to get get the word out. Now, I know, uh, I, um, I guess we, we, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but how would you say uh, um, today's engineering graduates uh, um, are different from, from you and your classmates when you entered the field uh, uh, way back when? Well, I mean, certainly uh, the internet is a big advantage. It's a, it's a great resource. You know, the that you've got to be careful, obviously, sorting through that stuff. What's what's valid, what's not. But uh, you know, I think back to when I first started one of those schools, and I had to design a uh, a water storage tank for fire protection for this entire school. I had to just sit take the NFPA code books, those big black binders off the shelf, read through those. Now you can just do a, you know, a keyword search and come up with an answer in probably a lot quicker time. So that's a big advantage to uh, designers these days. I think what, what I'd like to see more is for those, uh, you know, I hate to distinguish people by age groups, but I think 
some of the, the younger designers value their time, uh, which is a good thing. You know, you've got to balance your work life with your uh, home life, but I think they value their time. Uh, when they leave work, sometimes they just leave work and leave. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not as interested in getting out to maybe an Aspie meeting or an ASHRAE meeting. Uh, and I think that's important to me. What I've learned over the years is education, you know, what you can learn is is going to help you, you know, to move on, helps you with your job, helps you with your career. Uh, that's how you advance. The more you know, the more valuable you are. And uh, take advantage of all the opportunities to learn. You know, get CEUs. Yes, you can get them online, uh, but get out to a meeting sometime. Talk to people, network with people. Uh, that's really important. I think uh, some people are missing out on that. And I think yeah. our, our recent, uh, both the convention we had and our technical symposium back in last September in San Diego, it showed that, you know, the people have decided, well, yeah, we're done with our uh, pandemic time and we're, we're ready to get back out and see things. Yeah, there did seem to be energy in Indianapolis, and and I, I heard folks talking about the San Diego meeting with uh, um, with uh, enthusiasm as well. That that, that that had gone very well, and and uh, so what's what's the next one in in two years? Is that is that uh, another two years? Or? We do our convention and expo every two years. In the intermediate year, we do our technical symposium. So we've got another symposium. And that one is in uh, Bellevue, Washington. That's September. I believe it's 26th through October 2nd. Uh, and that's more focused on the educational seminars. We, we offer a, a full range over, I think, three days. Mm -hmm. It does include a smaller uh, product show for the local vendors there. Uh, now, how much it was, I mean, you, you always hear so much about the aging workforce. Uh, is that um, any more prominent with uh, within ASPE or than, than other places, or is it? I guess is it a common problem that everybody is is looking to um, how to replace that expertise in the pipeline? Is is that yeah, which, I mean, is that an urgency? That, that's you say? across that's across every engineering group, um, mm -hmm. not just ASPE. I think we we probably parallel everybody else. It is an issue, mm -hmm. and that is what uh, what we need to understand. You know the the future of our Aspie uh, Society and same with ASHRAE and every other engineering society. We've got to get the young designers up to speed, keep them interested uh, and kind of set them for uh, leadership. They're the future leaders of our groups. Mm -hmm. Now, I, one, one thing I forgot to, to uh, include in, in, in my questions here was just uh, I know you're, you're looking at a two-year term, right? Is that that's the, the the term for the ASPE presidency? It is right. Yep. Now most place, yeah, most folks have or most other associations seem to only have the one year. So so how does that uh, uh, um, affect your planning? I guess it, are, is it, are you able to take a longer view, or have you already been planning? Well, I guess you didn't know necessarily that you were about to become president, right? You weren't a president elect. You were elected. No, no. Yeah, ASPE does not have that president elect. Uh, I have so, been on the. Uh, society board for 12 years though. So I'm right in number of positions and you were treasurer and, and uh, mm -hmm. vice president. And so how, how does it, 
right? How does a two-year term affect your the, the way you approach this? Would you say? Uh, well, I can say from past board experience, a two-year term uh, doesn't affect how I perform. I don't think it affects how our board performs. We we bring up issues each month. We got uh, monthly board calls and then quarterly in-person board meetings. So we, you know, we have an agenda each month and we step through that and anything that needs to be addressed gets addressed regardless, you know, it, it's not bound by any term length. We want to get things done. Um, and that's kind of what, uh, what I'm going to be focusing on in my term. Not only are we going to identify things that need to be addressed, but we're going to follow through on those and deliver. So that's what my focus is. Okay. Well, lastly, I, you know, I read through an interview that you had done, I guess, uh, when you were treasurer with, with Aspie and just a few years ago, and uh, it counted, uh, I think one of the things you counted there among your various attributes was being a student, student of military history and, and uh, among your hobbies. And you noted separately that the, uh, uh, the classic film, uh, World War II film, Casablanca was um, one of your favorite movies or was your favorite movie. Um, it's also one of mine, I'd say. So it occurred to me that that issues of of character, courage, and even sacrifice are, are common to both those areas of interest. How would you say that those traits have influenced your career and, and how might they uh, help to guide young engineers joining the profession today? Uh, one, one thing I noticed in your in your speech when you became president, you, you talked so much about gratitude as well. So I think that fits in. But how would you say all of that uh, has come to... Uh, to bring you to where you are and how you how you hope to to convey that. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, yeah, Casablanca is my favorite movie, and if it's yours, then you understand too. Yes. Um, it was my father's as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that does represent self sacrifice uh, and probably at least as important character, in my opinion. You know, character is, is all you have to go by. That's what you'll be remembered for is your character. That's something you've got to live up to every day. Um, you know, uh, about, I, I would say three years ago, I started this online uh, fitness program and I've been able to stick to it for those three years. And it's, they do a good job with the trainers they get to uh, motivate you. And one of the things that just stuck out to me was um, when you're about at the end of the workout and you want to quit, you know, they're saying, okay, you can't quit now. You've got to honor this workout, honor your body. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of parallels the way I feel about work. You know, each day you go into work, honor your job, honor your profession, you know, focus and then follow through and deliver. That's, I guess that's the way I, lived and it has helped me and that was it and you started that online workouts before the pandemic or, or right yeah. at the beginning of, okay yeah. well it was actually before well, that, that helped you get through i would think yeah it was it was kind of helpful yeah keeps you busy okay um well well jim thanks thanks so much for uh for your time here today i guess that's all we we really have time for but uh I, I, thanks for your insights and uh, for, for being able to join us. And I uh, want to wish you best of luck in the next two years atop uh, ASPE. 
happy to have you here and, and hopefully what maybe we'll have you back in for a uh, halftime report in a year or so. Yeah, we, we should do that, yeah. Yeah, we if should. Focus and deliver. We need to get some kind of metric. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, have a little uh, pulse check. Um, right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. And if you like what you heard here today, uh, please share this with your, your colleagues and hit like to subscribe. Um, thanks again, everyone. We'll see you next time, uh, next month, for the, our next uh, HPAC On The Air podcast. And in the meantime, um, well, I'll just say don't forget to vote very important this uh, this go around so thanks again um for your time here jim and, and thanks everybody for listening take care